time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. North Zone 1, Red Friday. Yes, good evening and welcome to Red Friday and it's a trip to Paisley for the Dons and Sunday's early kickoff. It comes off the back of Wednesday's 1-0 defeat to Motherwell and boss Derek McInnes knows that defeat was a tough one to take. When you lose a game, especially a home game, um, you know, everybody feels, uh, feels it and it's the effects of it, but you know, you move on to it quickly. The job, our job as professionals is always to look towards the next game, regardless, win, lose or draw. And it's no different when you get a disappointing result. Um, I would watch the game back and get the stats back for the game. It reinforced a lot of what I thought. We were the better team. Uh, we passed the ball well, we controlled the game. We lost such a poor goal defensively that it gave uh, Motherwell something to hold on to and they held on to it you know, admirably, they defended well. But those attacking areas, we had umpteen crosses, more than we've had in any other home game in recent times. Uh, and we got plenty of, of ball into the penalty box, but we need to try and bring more uh, creativity, more more speed to our play at times, um, and certainly carry more goal threat. North Sound 1, Red Friday. Yes, this is Red Friday and I'm joined in the studio by Dave McDermott and Andrew Shiny. Dave, real disappointment during the week and a missed opportunity at Pataudry. Yeah, it was and uh, sorry, I'm just having a wee coughing fit here at the moment. <laughs> I so, came to you first. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, it shows it's live and uh, yeah, very disappointing. Uh, we created plenty of chances but uh, we just, just not enough quite. on target. In fact, nothing on target hardly and didn't make the keeper work which was... Very yeah. disappointing. Yeah, Andrew, I'll, uh, I'll come over to you for a moment. Uh, so, looking at that game on Wednesday, uh, it was one of those ones where it, you know, a re- real disappointment just to not get the get the goal. And of course, the perspective from a fan's point of view is so different just based on the scoreline. Forget the performance for a second, but a defeat, and suddenly the fans are on your back. Absolutely, because um, I mean, it's a results business. Let's be honest. I mean, it, the result is the be all and end all. If you can get a performance to give you the result, so much the better. And if you can make it an entertaining performance the fans will all go away home happy but uh, it was one of those games where I think we, we said in commentary it was developing into a stalemate both sides cancelling each other out Motherwell did what they do um, I thought when uh, Chris Long came off injured that was a boost for Aberdeen but it turned out not to be that way because uh, the goal came just shortly after that just right on the, the, the cusp of half time which yeah. was the ideal time for Motherwell to score uh, but uh, as Dave said you know we, we've got lots of crosses in the box we had Curtis Main uh, Sam Cosgrove and Bruce Anderson all on the pitch at the same time but uh, the final piece of the jigsaw just wasn't clicking into place and it ended up being a, a, a really disappointing game but I think the manager was right in what he said we've got to play with more pace Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that we noticed on Saturday in the win against Dumbarton when we did play at pace we caused them lots of problems but when you drop the, the tempo down it gives them a chance to get a wee bit of breathing space and get themselves back into the game and I think that's what Aberdeen have got to do is get more pace into their game because the the skill is there and if you can apply that at a quick tempo it's very difficult for, for sides to, to, to deal with. But at the moment, Aberdeen are a little predictable looking. Uh, uh, pace is definitely going to be the key on Sunday, Dave, because the, the thing with St Mirren is that even though they're at home, we kind of, I would have thought, expect them to set out their stall to defend and try and hit on the break. They'll defend resolutely, I'm quite sure, from start to finish. They don't lose many goals at home uh, in the league. Um, but uh, yeah, pace will be key if we're going to break break them down. Um, you know, the manager at press today said he expects 
a new face in for Sunday if the yeah. r- rumours are to be believed it will be Matty Kennedy uh, which will certainly help in terms of getting the pace down the wing getting the balls in uh, for Big Sam or whoever but uh, and he's got a goal threat himself don't forget yeah he has well he's I think Saints top yeah, he's got three I think goals he's and three assists so far mm-hmm. this season for St Johnston. Yeah, um, and it, that's in a team that have been struggling for the the. Yeah, bulk it's not been a, not been a good season no, for them not, at all. But uh, you know, the point was made. If you think the headers in particular, there's Andy Considine, Ash, Scott McKenna. They all had headers that weren't on target, and mm-hmm. that is very unusual um, for that amount of chances because now McGinn's delivery over the last couple of couple of games has been excellent and uh, just crying out to at least make the goalkeeper work at the very very least Yeah Andrew I think we've heard this in previous years about the January lull after the break is is there an element of that is there an element of you know the Dons coming back back into business and just not quite firing on all cylinders yet I think we've seen it from just about every team so far I mean the Rangers have been very unconvincing although they've won both their games Celtic better against Kilmarnock than they were against Partick Thistle in the Cup Uh, I I think you know it's a while everybody welcomes getting a wee bit of a break from from games uh, they've been playing so many games in December that they're into a nice rhythm and then all of a sudden that rhythm is is halted and it takes you time to get back into it once again and I think probably this weekend and then the the games ahead you would be expecting to see more sort of normal kind of performances from sides Mm. the the type of performances you'd expect because at points uh, on Saturday there in the Scottish Cup there were a number of potential upsets on the cards it ended up there was just a one with uh, Ross County going out but um, Livingston were behind to Wraith Rovers Uh, we were struggling Uh, it took Rangers quite a time to to break down Strandraar who have not had a a good season at all this season so yeah I I think um, it just disrupts the, the flow although I think when you've been so busy throughout December you do welcome that respite I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they all uh, all the players did in, in every side in, in the top league. Looking uh, ahead then to Sunday's game, it is St Mirren and Don's midfielder Lewis Ferguson is aware that it's another must-win game. Um, well, we see every game as a must-win, to be honest. You don't want to ever go into a game thinking that it's OK if you can can lose or draw it. Um, you're not going to get away with that at, at a big club. Um, and we'll bounce back, I'm pretty sure. No, it's a good a good group of lads uh, through there, and I'm I'm sure everybody will be fit and ready to bounce back and, and get a win. Yeah, I think David, there's always it's always good to get back playing football really quickly after a defeat, and of course it's only been a few days, uh, or will have only been a few days on Sunday since Wednesday. So good time to get back in and, and try and get a win. Certainly, and uh, we've obviously got the small matter of the fact that St Mirren beat us in the first game down in, in Paisley one uh, nil. That coming after a European travel uh, which game was it was it Rijeka. Georgia or is it Rijeka? Rijeka. Um, on the Thursday so um, catching Aberdeen a, a good time for them so um, want to and also you just don't want to allow us to get into a rut you know the uh, as uh, the manager alluded to the fans quite rightly 
voice their displeasure at losing at home. So normally in a situation like that, given Derek's past record, we've bounced back and uh, I'm hoping that that will be the case on Sunday. Yeah, Andrea, looking at St Mirren, they're back from their break with that 3-0 win against Broxburn, which you would have expected. Um, and Two late not, goals as well. No, it was was say, again, it took them a long time yeah. to break them down. Uh, you know, just because uh, you haven't been playing for a couple of weeks, it takes time to, to get back into it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as Dave said, they, they don't give a lot away at home in 11 games they've only conceded 12 goals they've only scored 11 um, but they've won 4 lost 4 uh, their, their record actually absolutely mirrors Aberdeen's away form played 11 won 4 drawn 3 lost 4 mm-hmm. um, so uh, you'd expect it to be a tight kind of match they've brought in some new faces Akin Famewo uh, on loan from Norwich City Conor McCarthy from Cork City they were a uh, in their central defence against Rangers on uh, Wednesday night there. A game that they only lost 1-0. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be tight. Uh, they're going to be difficult to, to break down. Um, they don't score a lot. Jonathan Obika is their top scorer with seven. Um, but Jim Goodwin has got them in a, a decent shape. So I don't see there being a lot of goals in the no. game. And it's a, going to be a case of what we mentioned earlier. It's taking chances. Well, it is. And, and, and having a defender in charge of a team as well usually does uh, put the emphasis on the defensive side of things. And, you know, looking at their last few games as well, obviously just the, the two goals against Celtic at home, they, they lost that one 2 1. And then 1 uh, 0 at home to Kilmarnock. And then, of course, the one, one in midweek. So they're, la- they're against Rangers where it was 1 0 away. So, you know, looking at their last three league fixtures, really tight games. Yeah, they'll, they'll be well organised. Um, as Dumbarton were last Saturday, as Motherwell were in midweek. And they. That's, you know, Jim Goodwin manages the way he plays. You know, defence first, keep it tight at the back. Um, like Just doesn't kick quite as many folk. No, not, not <laughs> Like Andrew, I don't see there being, you know, it's not going to be goal a goal fest, I no. wouldn't imagine. But it's a huge game uh, in terms of Aberdeen keeping track on Motherwell because if Motherwell, as they may well, beat Hibs tomorrow then all of a sudden that's the gap up to seven before yeah. we play on Sunday. Yeah, well, we're going to be looking ahead to that. Also, we've got the predictor, the one to watch, and we're going to hear again from Derek McInnes next. North Sound 1, Red Friday. With Red Wing, when safety is critical, they've got your PPE covered. Time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. North Sound 1, Red Friday. Yeah, this is North Sound 1's Red Friday. Aberdeen face St Mirren on Sunday and Derek McInnes wants his team to kickstart the second half of the season and aim to get back into third place. We don't like being where we are in the league. We want to be higher. Um, obviously, third for us is, you know, you look at the old firm, third is where we would want to try and be. But you see, there's no guarantees. We actually see other clubs, you know, Hibs and Hearts with you know, similar resource. You know, there's no guarantees you should be up there, but ourselves and Motherwell have um, been consistent enough, despite our injuries and despite our difficulties, we have been consistent enough to get ourselves up there. Um, but we want to try and push for more in this second half of the season. Hopefully with the additions we can make, will help us achieve um, third place and hopefully help us do well in the Scottish Cup. North Sound 1, Red Friday. 
Yeah, we're going to come on and get your uh, one to watch in just a moment. Before that, though, Andrew, the Dons in Scottish Youth Cup quarter-final action today. There were. Um, I was up at uh, Balmoral Stadium for the first 90 minutes of the game. Unfortunately for me, it went to extra time, which meant I had to bail out because I had to be here for half past six. But delighted to say the Dons got through 3-1 against St Johnston after extra time. Excellent. Uh, goals from Kevin Hanratty, Michael Dangana and Connor Barron from the penalty spot after John Moreland had given Saints a second-half lead uh, so that's them through to the semi-finals Great as well Dave to see some of the, the youngsters get the chance to play in a semi-final and especially as well considering how many of the, the youth players have, have made the breakthrough in the last couple of years Yeah we've uh, tended to do reasonably well in that competition without actually winning it Did we get to the final we against got the final a couple of years couple ago because yeah. we actually covered it on Red TV mm-hmm. as we yeah. did the semi-finals so it would be good to get back uh, to another final and great uh, because the last time we actually won it I think it was 2001 I think it was then. Yeah. Feeling that was, we haven't won it since. That was when Fergus Tierney was the captain. Nice. Well he's ago. now retired. So <laughs> uh, that shows how long ago that was. But uh, no, great for the young guys. And Conor Barron, uh, I don't think he's ever missed a penalty, has he? I don't think so. Uh, no. <laughs> no pressure on his no future. Pressure. <laughs> uh, right then, let's look ahead then to that big game. Uh, Aberdeen St Mirren on Sunday, or St Mirren at home, of course. And the one to watch, let's get yours, Andrew, first of all. Who's your Don uh, to watch? I'm going to go for Funso Ojo. I thought he was quite quiet against Motherwell, uh, but he's got bags of experience and he will be determined to kickstart this second half of the season because he missed a lot of the, f- the first period uh, of the campaign. So I'm going to look for Funso to have a, a big impact in the game on Sunday. Yeah, Dave? I'm going to go for Dylan McGeoch um, already in his uh, sort of fledgling Aberdeen career. He's shown what an influence he's going to be. He one of the good things, a few good things to come out of Wednesday was the fact that he got through 90 minutes, yeah. uh, which means that uh, there's no reason why we, we can't expect another 90 from him on Sunday. And uh, I expect him to be pulling the strings in the middle of the park with Funso to allow Lewis to move further forward. Yeah, I'm surprised ni- neither of you went with Matty Kennedy or, uh, you know, just. Well, we, it's not been <laughs> officially confirmed yet. <laughs> no, I know, so, I was, so I was that, just sort of. One good reason. Playing devil's um, advocate on that slightly. Fishing there, right? Maybe yeah. a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe just a little bit. Uh, all right then let's move on to this week's predictor because uh, I'm quite happy to find out what were the scores last week how did we all get on Andrew well Richie Byrne got (laughs) 8 Dave Galloway got 9 Alan Davidson and myself both got 10 Dave got 11 and somebody put in predictions on your behalf <laughs> and got 16. No, I'm going to have to ask them to do it again for me this week then because uh, that was uh, a bit of a miracle but I'll take it. Does that mean I'm top of the table? Uh, no, you're oh, fourth. Okay. Um, you're on 81. I'm on 85. Alan's on 86. And Dave's still on in the lead on 90. And the back markers, 69. Okay, we'll stay with They're that. They're in a separate league themselves. <laughs> They're on their own relegation battle. All right, it's time for the predictor this week. Representing the Red Army this week is Stephen White. And uh, let's start with the Saturday game Celtic, Ross County, Andrew. Um, as I said earlier, Celtic not firing in all cylinders yet, but they'll still be too strong for County. I think it'll be 3 0. Uh, yeah, Celtic to go nap, 5 0. Well, I've gone in between. I've gone 4 0, Stephen. Celtic 3, Ross County 0. Okay, so next up, Hamilton against Livingston. Dave, well, how do you think that's going to go? 2 2. Okay. I think Livingston will be too strong for Hamilton. 2 1. Yeah, I've gone Livingston to win 2 0 in that one. Hamilton 1, Livingston 2. All right, next up, it's Motherwell, who, of course, the Dons are hoping to uh, gain on points wise. They've got a tough tie, though, against Hibbs. Uh, they're at home, though, Andrew. They are at home, uh, but Hibbs fought back to get three points midweek, and I think it'll be a share of the spoils. 1 1. 
Uh, Motherwell 2, Hibs 1. I've gone 3-1 to the home side. Motherwell 2, Hibs 1. Next up in Perth, it's St Johnston against Kilmarnock, Dave. Share the spoils, one apiece. I agree with that, 1-1. One, one. I've gone 2-0 to Kilmarnock. St Johnston 1, Kilmarnock 1. And uh, then on Sunday, it's Hearts Rangers in the three o'clock kickoff. Andrew, I think this one will be tighter than some folk imagine. I think it could end up still being a Rangers win, though. Two one. Yep. Two nil for Rangers. I've gone three nil Rangers in that one. Hearts one, Rangers three. And then it's the big one, twelve thirty kickoff on Sunday in Paisley St Mirren, Aberdeen. Dave, two nil Aberdeen. I think it'll be tighter. Just a single goal victory for Aberdeen, one nil. I've gone 2 0. Don't stay back to winning ways. St. Murray 0, Aberdeen 2. Yeah, so 2 0 being the favourite score in that one. We take that, but we take 1 0, to be perfectly we'll honest. We'll take anything. Any score. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's have a look at some of the other North East teams in action, starting with Peter Head there at home to last week's Don's opponents, Andrew. Yeah, they're playing against Dumbarton, and I must admit, I was very impressed by Dumbarton. They're very well organised. I think Jim Duffy uh, shows what a good coach he is at yeah. that level. Um, and it'll be a tough one for Peter Head. Of course, Rory McAllister has gone so a big goal threat gone but as we heard earlier Alan Cook has signed for them a, a, a tall winger from Stennis Muir uh, I have a feeling it'll be a share of the spoils 1-1 Yeah I think um, Jim McAnally would be quite happy with a, a draw but as Andrew said Dumbarton were pretty impressive last week Yeah Cove Rangers uh, they host Annan Andrew. They do, uh, and you'll remember last time the two sides met down at Gala Bank, it finished 6 1 to, to Annan. That's right, yeah. Uh, I was speaking to Paul Hartley today, and I said, You'll be looking for revenge. He says, Not revenge, but I'm looking for a win. <laughs> um, and he said, As he said, you know, back then I had no options off the bench because there were so many injuries. Mm-hmm. Now I've got plenty of options, plus he's got Rory McAllister in there who brings a bit of physicality up front. Just something different for, for Cove and I would anticipate them continuing in their merry way because I think they've won all 10 league games at home and I would imagine that they'll they'll win that one as well. Yeah, Rory McAllister, a player that knows that level very well and someone that scores goals, which they already have someone that scores goals, but it's another player. Yeah, and it's he'll dovetail well with Mitch Meganson. You've got two guys who know the back of the net and two guys that played together mm. at Brechin on loan. Um, I don't don't think they were at Aberdeen at the same time. Rory was slightly before Mitch, but uh, I could be wrong in that. But yeah, I think that'll be a, a formidable strike force uh, up top for the, the wee Rangers. Moving into the Highland League, Andrew. One Highland League Cup tie, Forest Mechanics against Fermartin United. In the league, Brora Rangers have carved out an eight-point lead at the top and I can see them continuing in their winning ways when they entertain Devon Vale. Fraserburgh... Potentially their nearest challengers uh, They're at home to Nairn County And Vruri Locos are against Rothis And that should be a good game Yeah, absolutely And what about junior games? Well, all the best to our last surviving team In the Scottish Junior Cup It's in the last 16 So well done to Stonywood Parkvale For reaching that stage Given yeah. they're, they're not in, in the Super League But they've got a real task at home tomorrow Against the winners four seasons ago of the competition That's Beath Juniors That one kicks off at one forty-five. And just to mention, in the mcbookie.com Super League, it's first against second at Spain Park, just down the road from here, where Banks of D take on Nair and St Ninian. I fully expect Banks of D to maintain their 100% record. Yeah, just uh, to finish off with then, back to that game on Sunday at Paisley St Mirren, Aberdeen, 12.30 kickoff. Uh, Andrew, what do the Dons and Derek McInnes need to do to break down that fairly resolute St Mirren defence? I think play at pace. Um, 
make sure that they're more accurate with their passing than they were on Wednesday night and if they carve out chances take them yeah Dave yeah, I'm sure they've been practicing at crossing and headering into the net <laughs> in training because yeah, they got half of that bit, but it's the, yeah, the end product. It, it's just as I say, you know, guys that are normally quite potent with their finishing, just not managing to cut mustard. We've got to help Big Sam up front because Sam looks like a player. He looked mm-hmm. last weekend and midweek. He looked like a player that had a few weeks off because he was suspended yeah. for the the two games, and he, he looked a bit short of match practice, but. Uh, Hopefully he'll be back to his best on Sunday. Yeah, we'll be back next Friday, of course, for another Red Friday. Don't forget the Red Review podcast will be available to download from the North Sound One website and iTunes from Monday. Dave Galloway and Alan Davidson on that. Until then, good luck to the Dons on Sunday. North Sound One, Red Friday. With Red Wing, your head-to-toe PPE partner.